this is Amelia. This is Drada. And this is Just Model Business. Welcome back to our fourth episode. Yeah. Uh, we're going to basically be talking about open book now. Mm-hmm. Like last episode, it was all about modeling and our experiences. Now it's about the actual business and being entrepreneurs. Yeah. Um, yeah, go ahead. I mean, I guess what we want to talk about in this episode is kind of the steps we've taken, like really the, our first steps from having an idea to what can we do to put it in action what that's been leading up to and how we're going to snowball that hopefully into a standing business and disclaimer we are both a little sick (laughs) so just ignore us um if i cough and raspiness comes out like i'm sorry yeah we're trying to get over it. We're hacking up it. a lung. Don't call the authorities. We're okay. We we're just called. got the eyes. Please call. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we're going to start with first talking about kind of where we started from. And the past three months before Startup Weekend, we never really explained what we did and the steps we took to actually getting involved in the startup community and so getting the business off the ground and getting a little layout. Um, so, yeah, we'll start with, like, how... We did talk about how the idea came up previously. Yeah, literally right? in a group chat. It was just a b- bunch of gals talking about how unsatisfied they are with like just their careers and work and how they're having their finances handled and just how the industry is kind of underserved in our market especially. Um, and from there, just shooting shooting the shit and having these ideas come aboard um, a few weeks down the line uh just kind of went hey this is an actual idea that can be sustained and that can actually be made into a reality um and from there i've just kind of talked about with the help of her friend damien damien and basically he's the one that urged us to actually pursue this and not kind of stay put where we are in life because we basically expressed that we're not fulfilling our like our, like, our skill best set. selves, yeah. And so he was like, well, why don't you guys do this when you guys know it very well? So we started off with a completely different idea than what Open Book is right now. Not completely, but, like, there was a third party involved, the client. And so what we did was we told him about it, and he was like, okay, first you're going to start doing market research and get a survey out. Talk to people, see that, if, that, see that the actual problems that you are fixing are problems, and that's your first step to get validation. And so... Um, I talked to Emma, and we agreed that we wanted to do this together, and we started getting a survey ready and sending it out to models, and we got a whole lot of validation. <laughs> yeah, and it was nice. And then we basically started researching, like, other competitors that we have. We sat down with Damien, who kind of ran us through, like, how startups actually work, because he does a lot of startup businesses, uh, just works with them and helps them grow and then pitches mm-hmm. a lot of ideas. So he basically explained to us what the outline is and the steps needed to getting towards this goal that we have. Yeah, um, and that was super helpful just because he's kind of like in the know, especially where we're at, Columbus, Ohio, um, of who to talk to, who to go to, what's a good resource, how we need to spend our time and maybe manage our finances. Um, and after we just kind of collected this data, he was like, now what you need to do is share that with people that can help. Who do you need? outline that first and go to them. We're like, well, we need to know somebody um, that's good at marketing. Cool. Here's a mentor that you can talk to. Maybe they can give you um, some help. 
from there, um, it was really just kind of networking. Mm -hmm. You go to one meeting with one person that can just be like, well, here's how you can start your business. Here's the steps you can take. And they're like, well, I know this woman or this guy. I'm going to send you to them. We're going to have you guys, um, we're going to hook you guys up. And that's just kind of the process over and over again. And though it can seem redundant and sometimes the information is the same, there's always this like nugget of new information that matters. Mm -hmm. That in the end, you're like, I don't care that I heard the same thing for 45 minutes. The last five minutes of that conversation opened up my eyes. It opened up my world to possibilities that I could have uh, in my business. And that's really just kind of what it was for the first better portion of what we were doing. And then he basically explained that we need to get funding Neither Emma and I are developers or involved in the IT department. Or have money. Neither of us have money. (laughs) We're doing school. We're, We're doing school, guys. We're graduated (laughs) slash paying it back slash working full time. And we basically said, um, you know, it's time to get investors. uh, And then we need to find somebody to work on our team. Uh, So basically, we looked at local, local venture capitals. And they have, they obviously give you money they invest in you and obviously it's to take part equity of your company and then if you're not able to get into that sometimes they'll, what they'll do is if they really liked your idea and they weren't sure if they should invest yet they'll put you through this thing called an accelerator or an incubator mm-hmm. an incubator is where you go and you work on your stuff within their uh, company and they help you they give you resources and they kind of monitor you and help you grow whereas an accelerator is a program that helps you build out your program and everything in a like short amount of time so it could be four weeks three months three months is usually typically like the time frame and you'll have a finished product by then and then they'll invest in you so we started talking to these venture capitals and there's not many in columbus so we talked to two of them one was in columbus and one was in new albany and the first one it was the first conversation we ever had with like actual so we were definitely like pooping our pants business people and <laughs> uh it was terrifying yeah really like, damn these people really own homes yeah like they're they're really out here just making a living off like of this. investing in ideas so this is the first people that we we pitched to was a columbus venture capital and basically uh they're government backed so they don't really invest in just any ideas it's kind of regulated towards being a social need so like anything agricultural uh health etc and mm-hmm. so they still like the idea, so they did invite us to an accelerator program slash mm-hmm. incubator. I forget which one it was. Um, but we weren't able to make it, so then we went on to the next one in New Albany. And that one was great, but that one was specifically to kind of meet new people, and we got great connections Very through nice. that venture capital and led us to those mentors that Emma was talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so, <laughs> I mean, yeah, it was, like, nice and... That's how we got to meet a bunch of people. Yeah, I mean, I guess the best thing to reiterate about this is just that it, it's going to feel a little redundant and a little all over the place at first, but that's okay. If you really, if you love what you're doing, um, like kind of running around and making sure everything fits in your schedule, even if you're trying to balance <coughs> a job here, a job there, a school, this, that, if you can, you're like, oh, you know what, I'll cut off time for this and I'll make sure I'm on time for this or especially if you have like a co-founder that's dependent and you're like well i you know that you can depend on it's like well i can't be there um i I know you can Mm -hmm. um you got it covered and you feel comfortable and you also feel like you're you're getting things done so you know like don't be afraid that it might be redundant in the beginning um things do start moving 
And it's, like, great feedback from people that actually know how to run start- startups and whatnot. I almost said Starbucks. <laughs> and, oh, we need some of that right now. I wish. And obviously, don't take anything to heart. Like, people sometimes aren't well-versed within your industry or whatever, but even getting, like, feedback on, like, oh, you need to understand this, like, financially or, like, this within your market, blah, blah, blah. Like, it still somehow follows the same pattern, but obviously specifics are something that only you will know specifically about your company and so uh yeah and like another thing you said the co-founder thing like Mm -hmm. where one of us can go you and I always do that and that's something that's helped us but also investors are more inclined to invest in partners than a single person because of liability and the ability for you to execute something big because startups is a lot of work Mm -hmm. um a startup and I know I wouldn't be able to do it by myself because that's a lot of time that like, I'm okay with committing, but I also have to work a full-time job to be able to fund anything we're going to. Yeah. And so, Emma being able to go in the mornings when I can't, and I can go at night and stuff, we alternate very well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, um, that's just nice, and it, it it's good when you have somebody that can bounce ideas back and forth with mm-hmm. you, because it's like, oh, well, you know, I'm kind of iffy on this, or like, well, how do you feel about this into the industry? Or something that you're just like, well, they, they can kind of read my mind. Like, we have the same information going on. Um, <laughs> it's nice to feel stable with somebody else. Yeah, and so that's one tip that we have. Uh, yeah, find, that- find a partner system. It's probably going to work better for you. And like Dredo said, startups are hard. Mm-hmm. Like, And if you have somebody that's willing to, to do it with you and build something with you, that's, that is super valuable. Excuse me, you guys. And I feel bad. But, and that comes with a price. Like, don't think that somebody's just going to join your team and be like, okay, well, I'll help you out no matter what. Like, that comes with, like, part ownership right there. Like, your co-owners, if there's nothing built out right now and you're asking somebody to help you build this from the ground up, like, you guys are becoming partners. And unless that person's very chill and is like, okay, I'll help you build whatever and I don't want any stake in it, that's very rare and unrealistic. So don't go in there being selfish. Also kind of weird. Like, why would you want... That's just sketchy to me. I don't know. But <laughs> yeah, like I don't know anybody that would be like, yeah, I don't want anything. Just let me help you. Right. Because um, like the the whole thing is like, well, we want you to look at us as something that that we can offer you. Um, we want you to look at us and say, well, I I can get something good out of this if it's character building, if it's something I put on a resume, real world experience. Um, we want you to be able to come to us and say, this is what I expect from you guys because these are the standards that I hold you to and that, that's kind of the repertoire you're trying to build um, when you're trying to create an establishment that's going to be the face of something um, in a bigger market um, so yeah watch out for people that kind of you can usually tell when somebody sounds fishy or when they when they're kind of there and trying to pull your strings uh, to come mm-hmm. off a certain way just to be able to be a part of something that they're like oh well, I can get money for this or recognition or like maybe they're just bored you know like and they want something to do. Those aren't necessarily bad things, but you have to be nitpicky and, and pick the right qualities for, for your company. Which leads me to another point. Um, when it comes to people worrying, I know this was something we were fairly actually relaxed about. We weren't as worried about this, and I'll explain why, but a lot of people are worried about their idea being stolen. Mm-hmm. Like, the fact that you're pitching it to so many people... It's bound, the word's bound to get around about what you're doing. And even those people that you're pitching it to, they can still run off and do it. Like, you can't say, oh, like, I'm going to file a lawsuit because you took my idea. Well, technically, 
unless you literally it's a product that you patent that's an idea can be taken no matter what Mm -hmm. and you can't patent an idea um you get an lsd for the name of the company but you can't for the actual idea so when it comes to being worried about that i would say um if you're confident that you know it better than anybody else because that's how em and i feel like we know the industry better than anyone trying to do this and the people that we've spoken to they don't really have the connections that we do so we are very comfortable with sharing the idea obviously we're not gonna scream it off the roof i mean we're kind of doing that with the podcast but (laughs) but we're not really i don't know how to explain it but in general if you're comfortable and you understand that this idea is something that you specifically can execute because of your competitive advantages then you should not worry but if you're saying okay well anybody can do this idea just nobody's thought about it one i would say you need to step back and figure out why has nobody gone and made this idea a reality uh has anybody tried and they failed and why did they fail because that could be an advantage to you or it can tell you well this is not actually needed instead of you spending money and time on it and two i think that if it is something that you're going to do that's completely new and it doesn't exist you should pick and choose who you tell if it's something that anybody can do so like let's say the uh what's something that anybody can do What's a company that anybody could have done? Uh, like, I guess like, a bakery. A bakery. Like <laughs> we I love bakery. I want to say Uber or something, but you have to really know. Like, I was just gonna say like Uber for this or that, and I was like, well, that has been done a million different ways and really. Yeah, times. but that's like after it came out. But yeah. the person saw that it was in need, and like, but they knew specifically like how to. I don't even know. Like, I wouldn't even know how to start doing an Uber thing. Like, I'm not well versed in like the laws of like the driving and whatnot. Like. Yeah, and that that's the whole point Jordan's talking about. It's like, if you don't know know your stuff, there's no good reason for you mm-hmm. to be able to execute that idea well. Somebody else is going to see it and be able to catch up much faster. But you know your stuff. You've dealt with the issue yourself. You kind of know the people, the networks, the industry. You're fine. You, you you've got to pick up your stuff and roll with it and go. Yeah. Uh, you, you have to have confidence. Um, but if, if you have that thought of like well maybe this won't work Mm -hmm. you're not gonna make it but if it was like a bakery like i said and anybody (laughs) can do a bakery like if you could bake the most just cookies let's say god i wanted a freshly baked cookie so bad (laughs) earlier today you Uh, need to make sure you watch who you basically tell your idea to like if you're talking to someone who is a venture capital or whatever okay you're talking to them specifically but don't go around pitching it to a lot of startup uh events like we did don't go around saying telling a bunch of people you know uh talk to investors specifically and don't just pick any investor that you see on the street like base do your research make sure you know who you're talking to if it's an idea that you're really worried about the word getting around yeah we've been lucky enough where when we voiced our concerns everybody that we've had the pleasure of talking to us told us like ladies like don't worry about it like you, you know what you're talking about like it's already been done, which in one term, sure, makes you worried because like, oh, well, that means you have competition. But in other terms, it means, hey, this is an issue that's, that needs to be solved. Like multiple people are doing this. It validates you and it validates like it validates your idea, but it also validates the fact that you can do it without having to keep your your like product or your service, or your idea at like CIA, CIA level secrecy. It's OK to talk to people. Most people realistically aren't going to have 
aren't going to dedicate the time, effort, money, and like sit down and learn about what's going on the way that you are if you actually care about what you're building. People don't have the time or, or and they, they just don't care the way you do. Yeah. So, yeah. So either know why it wasn't made. If it's something that is already made, like the, what we're creating, it's fairly new to the market and... Frankly, we didn't think it was made yet, so we were like, let's jump on it. But when we found out we have actual competitors, it was like, okay, what can we bring to the table that others can't? Because as much as you really want to do it, if you're not realistic about you having the advantage over them, don't do it. Or even if you are twisted in a way that makes you be different from them, because you're frankly going to be creating the exact same thing that's already out there and has an advantage because they're already on the market versus something that's brand new um and inexperienced and untouched so make sure you're able to differentiate yourself from something that's already out there and if you can't do that then save yourself the money and time and just basically turn yourself to something else and like figure out what can I do that's different from all that and get back out there like not your first idea is not going to be the idea that you actually go for yeah that that's really important like um uh, we were talking to a uh, a good guy of ours who told us like yeah your your idea is gonna change your services might change how the product is presented or what it does is gonna change um, but your why your why you are doing it you, the the passion behind why you are doing it um, the people behind why you are doing it that should remain your your core and that should be unshakable mm-hmm. uh, so don't don't worry about tweaking and adjusting or not being happy necessarily with one facet of how something's going to end up working out or like this has to be dropped off is it still going to serve a purpose is it still going to fulfill um the passion that you came in with then good you're on you're on the right track it's okay that it's not going how you imagined and furthermore um like Jordan was mentioning about uh, knowing your competition knowing what's up you can learn from your own mistakes but don't forget that you can learn from other people's mistakes mm-hmm. uh, it's it's important that just because you're kind of doing the same thing uh, know that you can come out stronger uh, because people have failed before you and that is uh, super super dark and like but twisted it's but it's true yeah I mean use all your resources do your research read articles literally do any research that you can and that's like what a startup the few stages the first few stages is is doing all the research that you can because if you don't know your product and its market and its purpose and everything about the industry that you're going into front and back investors are going to look at you like this person does not know what they're doing i'm not giving them the money to do it and also you aren't going to know where that might be a fault whatever you're trying to do you don't know what people are going to actually want is any is it even worth the money like the certain stuff that you're Uh, pouring that money into so if the more efficient you can make this process the better it is for you in the long run like legacy wise pricing wise um, time wise all together if you can actually do the research and sit down and I mean really like crack at it like that's what we're doing like even three months in we're still researching and it's because we want to know front and back if any question is to come up from anybody around us we want to be able to say, hey, we already looked into that. And, like, I'm telling you now, like, when we did the startup weekend, we had four questions, and we knew exactly what to say to all of those. And that's when they were impressed with us. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and ju- just to add how it was, like, you know, three months in, we're still learning, and it's like you're going to be consistently learning. Like, we're going we're gonna to be learning and keeping up and updated for as long as we can and as long as this lasts. Um 
but just know that no nothing happens quickly. Um, three months is a very short time, so we're we're not really, I guess, established yet. You know, we are we're right now just coming to fruition. We are we're making this idea um, more presentable. You know, it's not done. It's not like we have something ready to go and we're just we're just pitching it now or talking to investors now. We are still trying to make this idea seem as appealing, as presentable, and as real as other competition is now. And that's a lot of what you're going to be doing. Um, you're you're basically creating your child. You're putting together uh, your concept until you're mm -hmm. ready to say this is it. Uh, th this is what we want to present. And this is um, the footsteps we want to follow in. So don't be afraid to spend time. And I said that in the previous podcast. It's, um, I think I figured out that guy's. No, I forgot it again. God, <laughs> the guy that said the, the quote that I'm gonna say. He said it, and I can't remember his name. He's a huge influencer. Gary V. Gary V. That's what Gary V. Uh, gosh, I was like, oh, I forget his name. Shout out. I Gare. forgot it in the last podcast, but Gary V. Bear. He literally said, um, you know, you have to love the process. Like, you can't just be like, I just want a product right now. Because then what is your purpose? Like, why are you doing the product? Why? If it's something you're passionate about, you're going to, like, love every step of it. You're going to love the downs and the ups and the hard work that you're putting into. Because this is something that you're building up. Like, you need yeah. to love the process what, for what you is, to be passionate. What is that quote? Rome wasn't built in a day. Oh, I didn't. I yeah. Didn't well, something something I like, like that. that. I think it's Rome. I think it's Rome wasn't built in a day. But yeah. Or like a beautiful painting takes. That that can take weeks. I know. And like. Oils take a really long time to dry. <laughs> and <laughs> like, I always think of like athletes. Like athletes love sports and whatnot. But they were not like get me to the Super Bowl right now. Like they were like I love practice. I like practicing and getting better and improving and, myself. And building. Like hey. Like where does that muscle come from? Where, do, where does the, mm -hmm. the knowledge. The instantaneous know of like I need to jump at this speed. Or I need to stop here to get this to go over here. It's time. It's dedication. It's building. And um. You, you can look back and, and feel respect for yourself, but also a a fonder viewpoint of what you're doing, you know? Yeah. Um, you, you feel more dedicated and you feel like what you're doing has some worth and that it's real. It's more tangible. Um, so, yeah, I think that's probably the best thing. Like, time time is is an invaluable resource. It's something you can ever give uh, get back, um, but it is something that you can give. Uh, so make sure you give time to what you care about. Definitely. And I know I love the process. I know you do too. And it's just like the people that you talk to and like the startup weekend like that, like it was, we worked, I mean, nonstop, but it was exhilarating. It wasn't like, oh my gosh, we have to go to work. No, like that's what I'm saying. We love the process so much. We're loving, I'm going to be so sad when the process is over, <laughs> but it's the passion that's driving us behind it because the purpose that we have for doing open book, that's what's driving us to get to the end. And that's where you have to love the journey because if you're just have, wanting to get the product done, why are you, what's the purpose of it? Like, is your purpose really to help us solve a problem or is it to make money? Because, yeah. and that's not okay. Like we all want to make money. That's not like what I'm trying to say, but like you, when you put your heart into something, I promise you it's a lot more fulfilling. And also people can feel that people can feel the passion. People yeah. feel when you're excited about something versus when you're just trying to sell them something. Yeah, and it's super important to know that, like, it is a journey. So, like, don't burn yourself out. Mm -mm. Don't, um, I know we, we covered a lot about, like, uh, like make sure you do this and cut out time for this. But um, 
Also know that for for your business or idea to be in tip top shape, you have to be too. So like don't don't overexert yourself. If if it seems boring for a few days or something, like that's gonna happen. That's normal. You're like in an early process. Things aren't gonna come flying at you. Um that's why you need to be prepared that you're gonna be bored. Um a few times sometimes you're gonna feel stuck or like you're at a stalemate but that's just part of the process it's okay give it your all um, remember not to forget yourself whoever you're working with like obviously it's gonna be a tough time um, but I guess all of that just goes into the journey you really have to know how to navigate between this is when I need to put in this much energy and this is when I need to step back and evaluate um, it's a very fine line between working hard um, and hardly working well, we really went into all the tips. Like we, yeah. we forgot our journey. We're we like, like let's this. forget our journey. Let me tell you about what you need to do with your journey. But going back to our journey, I guess, we were, yeah, so we were just like talking to people, getting to know people, doing our research. And another thing I would say, as soon as you start, you need to make an executive summary, which uh, executive summary, pitch deck, and a financial projection. The holy trinity. Analyst thingy. Uh, and that stuff, we obviously didn't know like, as ex- executive summary and stuff like how, what does that mean but that's for investors to see and people who you're pitching the idea to to understand your product and how much money you're going to need how much you plan on making who your competition is everything about your company basically in a nutshell that you need to tell them in 10 minutes mm-hmm. and so when we had to do that what we did is we looked up templates because like i said just keep googling things but templates online are the ultimate savior because they're the ones outlined like this you need to describe your company you need to say who is on your team uh what you plan on gaining out of like everything is written out for you what you should include in each and everything but before you talk to investors that is something that you definitely need to have mm-hmm. uh firsthand ready for them to look at uh to get to know and also it'll make you look very prepared either way it's something that's very uh traditional it's something that you need to have but when you're prepared yeah, especially especially, if you're starting out yeah yeah i think people were yeah. surprised that we had it so early yeah but it's something and i mean that's when you have to put in the time and effort to get that done as soon as possible uh so i would say do that next and then just start going into events and stuff go go spread your word Set, tell people who you are yeah plant your seed and yeah plant your seed and <laughs> You don't have to tell them every detail. Like, give them a brief idea of what you are. And I'm going to sneeze. No, I'm not. <laughs> and so... And I'm going to sneeze. I was like, great, in the middle of talking. And so, yeah, just like start networking. And that's where we left off. We told you guys about Startup Weekend. Mm-hmm. And now we'll kind of transition into what our next steps are after winning Startup Weekend. Yeah, so um, really what you want to think about... Um, since startup weekend is like this period of time that you spend with this group of people, um, in some cases you feel obliged to think that, you know, your idea and business is, um, cannot be separated from that. Um, they, it absolutely can. Your idea and business most of the time is going to be used as a placeholder for whatever you're doing at startup weekend. Um, so after that, what you need to do is is talk to who you worked with, talk to your co-founder, whoever help, whoever is like helping you run the show, um, and be able to figure out how do how do we want to go forward, and mm-hmm. how do we how do we let people down easy, or how do we explain this in the most succinct way, um, you know that that this isn't it. Of course, it is just business, but also like this is person to person communication. Um, 
Um, so what we had to deal with was kind of stepping back and saying, okay, how, how are we going to move forward with or without these people? Yeah. Um, and that was probably the, the toughest part just because you don't know how people are going to react. You don't know what to prepare for. And you yourself, if you've never been in a situation like that, it's hard to analyze yourself. How am I going to come off? What do I need to say uh, to make sure that things are all right? And whatever comes your way, you just got to know how to deal with it because it's, it's not always going to turn out the way you want. No, and just make sure that you, A, are being respectful no matter how things escalate or how things turn out, um, just remember people are still humans. They have feelings. Uh, so if somebody's hurt or whatever, if you're feeling hurt, don't ever let those feelings mitigate your responses to people. Don't You literally have to see yourself as like a founder of a company. The founders of companies, unless they're really ridiculous, uh, don't go around and get butthurt about things and they keep things professional so we don't get butthurt and we keep things professional yeah. <laughs> and so that's what we did we like sent out emails to everyone and kind of said that we're basically not ready to uh upscale our company yeah. we're still very small so like we're still figuring out little things yeah and we're not i mean as far as being a company like man we we've, we've just barely gotten off the ground you know winning a, a startup weekend doesn't make you a company it just it just gives you a little more boost and confidence and yes we're still looking for developers and hint hint wink wink nudge nudge <laughs> but we all you also have to make sure that you're aligning specifically i mean these are the people that you're trusting with something that is very near and dear to you and like you have to make sure that that is something that you can trust them with and again that's not something disrespectful to people and i think that's where people get hurt but it's like you have to share the right vision. You have to share every personal aspect that you want your company to be with that person. And that is something that is like, it's almost like allowing them to watch your child. Like you need to make sure that that person is 1000% trustworthy and a small time frame isn't going to give you that feeling. Like it takes a little while. So Em and I just weren't ready to deal with that yet. Like we're still trying to get investments. Uh, we're trying to get an MVP up, which will... We're figuring out who to do it, do that with, but I'd rather take the extra time to find somebody than to give that trust to any, just anybody, basically. Yeah, that's important. I mean, one of the ways I'd, I'd usually try to frame it is like, if we were to, both of us, not be able to make a meeting or a phone call or something, would we be comfortable with letting this person step in and say, here's the passion, here's the vision, here's the goal? If they can't do that, because they're just interested in making the money or they're interested the in the, the name or yeah or the mm -hmm. end goal probably not worth it yeah probably not. of course everybody at the end of the day they want they want to make their means of living they want to make their money they want to have a stable job and that's important but you need to you need to be somewhere where you care and and where it matters and that helps you and any employee like nobody wants to work somewhere they don't care about um so why make them have a job that they obviously don't really care about or have a passion for, um, but then also harm uh, your business in the end? Uh, so it's important to have somebody that you feel would be a good representation to what you're doing and feel confident that they could relay that message. Yeah, and so we did that. We're still, like I said, looking for developers, but <laughs> and meeting with investors, which that was our next step is getting a developer to make the MVP, the minimal viable product, and outlining the specific needs that we have we're still researching and that's because right before we meet with investors like i said we want to know every little detail about everything that we're doing and the people that we're dealing with 
in the industry that we're in. And so Emma and I have started setting up uh, meetings with investors and just talking to people to get to those. Still like networking. It's all about networking. So that's where we're at now and what we're working on. And then we're hoping to have a product done in about a month, month and a half Mm -hmm. and hopefully get investment by then to make that process easier of making something. And that's where we're at now. So you got to keep the ball rolling. Don't ever feel discouraged. Um, Which that can transition to, unless you have something to say. No, I was just gonna, I was gonna agree. I was gonna say your your steps are, have an idea, uh, getting it off the ground, Mm -hmm. knowing how to start and just executing that and uh, kind of waiting, just doing the do until things start to happen. Yeah. And obviously while you're waiting, you still have to work. Uh, yeah <laughs> don't be lazy please have an I'm income telling you, the please men- have an income <laughs> the laziness that you showcase in your work is so you could have been learning something the that day yeah. that you didn't do a thing again like that research is endless you will be researching the whole process the whole journey so the more research you do up front the better product that you're gonna make mm-hmm. um and so i guess now we can get to the portion of uh, what do you think has been the hardest thing so far for you, journey-wise? Um, straight up, I don't really think anything has been hard. Um, I, I think it's, I think it, it, it's weird. Not weird. I, obviously we know that the industry we're a part of, the modeling, talent industry, fashion industry, whatever you would want to call it, not a lot of people are going to have a passion for, mm-hmm. um, uh, a lot of the times there's not a huge crossover between our world and the world of like somebody in tech or um, somebody that wants to build a business in terms of like <coughs> marketing or management. Um, so it's just, it, it, it's a waiting game before we can find somebody that's like, oh, I, I see why this is an issue and I, I truly want to help. So right now, nothing's been hard per se, but it's just kind of uh, tiring or exhausting, I guess, just being like, dang, like, we, we really got to find the person that cares yeah. and aligns with us. Yeah, I mean, I agree, that's been a hassle, but it's like, we're lucky that we believe in it, mm-hmm. so, like, even though others don't, it's like, finding the right person is, again, crucial. Mm-hmm. Um, I think my struggle has been being patient, mm-hmm. like, and not, that's not going against what I said about loving the journey. Like, I love the journey. It's just, like, being patient in terms of, how do I explain it? Like, myself. Like, I feel like I should be, or like, achieving something every single day. Like, and the whole being patient about just networking, and that might not get you anywhere, but it's connections and stuff. Like, I love talking to people and all, mm-hmm. but it's just, like, I feel like I should have had a product done by now. Mm-hmm. And then I should have had funding by now. And it's like that patience is hard to me because mm-hmm. like there is no deadlines. Like it's not like school or work. Uh, there is no deadlines in a startup. I mean, you can create your own, but realistically, like every startup is different. So there's no written manual on how yeah. a startup is. So I feel like sometimes it's discouraging to be like, okay, um, another week has gone by and we haven't really succeeded in like a way that's show that can be showcased. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've researched and we found new things out that can help us, but mm-hmm. it's not like something that we can say is like monetary to help us create this great yeah. thing that we're trying to make or even had made 
a step towards finding a developer, which is also discouraging, like not finding that person yet. So I think that has been my struggle is being patient in terms of like, you don't need to be achieving something every day for you to be basically getting further in your journey. Yeah. That's like kind of when I, uh, when I said the whole, like, it's okay to be bored. Yeah. You're, you're going to be bored sometimes. Um, but that's normal. That's just cause you're trying to fill in the gaps mm-hmm. and soon enough you're going to be able to do that. Um, so that discouragement if anything, um, should be a driving force. So, you know, uh, take it in, let it pass through you and and move on. Yeah. And when you get discouraged, the main thing is that you don't stop. So a lot of people don't stop, can't stop, won't stop. (laughs) And everyone told us after startup weekend, they're like, we're surprised that you guys are keep, we'll keep going because everyone's after this is like, Gotta okay, go back to my, well, like, menial job. Gotta go back to, And like, it's also, like, you didn't really gain anything. Like, Startup Weekend, you gained a lot, but it wasn't anything to be like, oh, here's your product, you're, you're done. So a lot of people are like, well, that was a lot of work, and now basically we have nothing again that we can say we got done. So people end up just slowing down slowly and just stopping. And I think when you get discouraged, you should be like, okay, well, what's my passion again? Why am I doing this? Mm-hmm. All the stuff that we've achieved before, the feeling that we've gotten, don't forget that. And basically get up and get to work. So you don't get, <laughs> get to Get up just, and get to work. <laughs> you don't get to mope around. Like, that's the thing when you're a startup, like, especially when you're a founder or co-founder or something, you have to basically motivate yourself. Nobody else is motivating you. Mm-hmm. So that's why it's also nice to have a co-founder. Like, Emma will text me and be like, hey, like, we have to do this or something. And I'll be like, you're right. Like, let's do it. And then I'll text Emma. And, like, you keep each other on your toes, but... It's definitely hard when you're not bossed around anymore, which, mm-hmm. again, great. It's great. Great. So nice. Nobody, yeah, nobody wants a boss. But it's yeah. hard when you're discouraged to be like, okay, there is something else to look forward to. Mm-hmm. So the discouragement is like the ultimate demise of demise. It's the Denise. <laughs> the Denise. The Denise. It sounds like something like little. Demise. Oh, it sounds like, you know why? It sounds like uh, Mish. Oh, that's Demise. why. So Mish is um, Mish is a mouse in like Serbo-Croatian, Bosnian, whatever you want to call mm-hmm. it. So it's uh, very cute. Mish. Yeah. That's why I was like, Demise. why does it sound little? Demise. But uh, yeah, it, that's what is the demise of startups basically yeah it's uh it's that disappointment that people let swallow uh let their idea that's where ideas go to die that so. word doesn't feel right demise 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 is <laughs> that right we're overthinking it this is you know when we said we needed starbucks Th- this yeah, is it oh, showing yeah. this is it showing it just doesn't feel right uh don't uh, don't tell us we're wrong <laughs> yeah please we don't need any more of that right god uh so yeah that's what Oh, and that's another thing we wanted to talk about. The one issue, remember that time you and I sat down and it was literally right there and it was after a little confrontation and we we're like, this is something we could talk about on the podcast. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Holy crap. So this uh. is like a problem. I guess everyone's probably wondering like how does basically a co-founder working with another co-founder work? Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. It's not going to be great all the time. No, no, no. Literally, but that's the funny part. Rit and I starting out, we're like, man, I don't know what's going on. We're like, oh, I it don't know that, about It was this. like three weeks ago. <laughs> was it? Yeah, dude. Damn, bro. Time is, time gets warped when you're doing like four things at once. Um, 
It was interesting. Yeah, it was it was a kind of thing where we had plans to uh, sit down and get some like get some balls rolling. I I guess get some balls rolling, get some ideas going for what we wanted to do and how we wanted to move forward. Um, and we could just kind of talk about it. we're like, okay, well maybe we won't go to this event or we won't go to this friend's house to for whatever um, reason, just to be able to get this stuff done quicker. Um, and, and we had to come to this understanding where it was like, I'm the kind of person where it's very hard for me to say no or not feel guilty for like not being able to like make everything at once. Um, and so when like, when it was like, oh, hey, like I'm going to stop by here before coming over here, it, it kind of translated to where Drita probably felt, she was like, well, what the heck? Like, I thought this is what we were going to do. Like, uh, why did this, like, last second kind of end up like this? And it was just, uh, there was just, like, some tension for a while before one of us was like, hey, um, you know, we probably could have gotten something done in the meantime, so let's mm-hmm. just sit down and, like, like get it over with and then, like, talk to each other later and be like, hey, we just need to be comfortable with, like, nipping something in the bud now. Mm-hmm. Like, we we cannot be afraid to tell one or the other to be like, hey, cut it out. Like, let's get it going. Yeah, it was funny. Uh, well, now, <laughs> it was funny after it happened. But, yeah, I was just kind of like, man, what the heck? Like, I was just ready to work, and then I, it felt like you weren't in it mm-hmm. as much as I was. Like, I like not as passionate, mm-hmm. or it wasn't a priority. But then, like, like you said, like, you don't want to be left out of things. And, like, mm-hmm. you, you value friendship a lot and stuff. Whereas I'm, like, I love my friends and all. But, like, if I have something to do, like, we're friends no matter what. I can <laughs> just have something to do. And so, like, I was at fault because I didn't say anything. And that's my problem is when I have an issue or when I get irritated or even just, like, upset about something. I just rather not say anything. I'm just, like, I'll get over it. Like, whatever. I don't. But my it'll show. It's my problem like you know i'm mad but i'm just like it's fine it'll go away we'll get over it just right now i'm not in the mood and emma was like we could have talked about this like three days ago (laughs) and i was like i know but i don't want to like confront and then it get awkward and that's like the thing that i was worried about was like what if we like hold it against each other and we just started like (laughs) we have a long way to go and so i'm glad like i didn't expect you to react the way you did like you were like, yeah, I fucked up. Oh, sorry. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Um, Bleep. But yeah, you were just like, yeah, like I messed up. So um, I'm sorry. Just next time, please tell me that you're feeling this way. And I'm like, you're right. I messed up as well. But thank you for saying that. Like, I thought it would yeah. be like somebody got hurt, butt hurt and all mm. this stuff. And I heard a lot of times, like I listened to a lot of podcasts, <laughs> but I heard a lot of like co-founders and stuff like teams, they get very butthurt when you call someone out. And that's why I was like, I don't want to call anyone out and have to deal with like the drama and the whole, like, I hurt your feelings and you hurt my feelings. And it's just like, I'd rather just be like, okay, like, are you upset? Cool. Why? Okay. Let's get over it. Cause we yeah. have a product to make. Let's address it and let's go. And that's how Emma was. She was like, no, from now on, we're going to come to each other right away. Like there's no like waiting a few days because she was like we could have gotten work done in that time and she's right like we could have but she was also like mature enough and like I think more serious about the product like she's like you were like nothing standing in the way of us like this is something so small that it being taken personally is like not even realistic yeah no you gotta um when you're really applying yourself to what you're doing like 
you don't have a lot of space to take things personally because at the end of the day, it's not personal. It's not about you. And like that kind of sucks. Maybe that'll hurt your feeling like, damn, like, you know, it's not about me. No, it's 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 not about about the product that you're trying to make and the solution that you're trying to create. And that's another thing. Like we just, I don't know. We just, you're wasting time explaining your feelings and unless it's like <laughs> we sound like robots but that's not what we mean <laughs> but it's like of course if it's something very serious like i didn't get enough equity or something like that's understandable but if it's something little like oh you you got mad at me because i decided to go do this instead of this it's like why do you have to sit there and cry about it and get upset when it's something you should be doing something else that's actually worth doing for your product and then if you're not able to get through that with your co-founder or whoever it is then maybe you guys are not supposed to be in the business together because if it's something little that tears you guys apart and causes very deep tension, then that's something that you guys will not be able to move forward with real yeah. problems. And so Emma and I were so quick to like fix things. And granted, we've been friends for a while, but it's still something that I wasn't expecting for to be that easy. Like I was like, oh, okay, so like we're fine. And you were like, yeah. yeah. And it literally took like two minutes. We're like, okay, let's go work now. Yeah, and that's like, man, y'all... It- I don't know. I don't think either of us are really great with confrontation. Like, I sure as mm. heck don't like it. Um, but if I, I get do- real mad, yeah. I would love to confront someone. <laughs> um, I, I do think that's something that also um, you learn along the way. Like, I know for me, who I don't like to speak up, and I would rather just have shit thrown my way and be quiet about it because I'm like, well, I'm like, whatever. I'm sound of mind. I'll get over it. Like, it kind of hurts now, but like, whatever. I'll move on. It's fine. I just don't want to create anything more than what it is. Um, you, you came do. at me. I was like, wow, this and is like, nice. Yeah, and not even just that, but, like, man, if people start interrupting you, if it, if it's things that kind of start to jab at your dignity or your pride with something that you care about, like, in your business, you need to tell people, hey, don't do that. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I'm in the middle of something. Let me finish. Hey, like, I'm I, I'm, try, I'm trying to get the ball rolling with this. Um, or, you know, just don't be afraid to tell people, like, hey, cut it out. You know, this is this is hurting my dignity, ergo. This is hurting how well I can function and operate um, in this business. Definitely. Um, and so don't be afraid to stand up for yourself is, is what we're trying to say when you're when you're dealing with people that are new to a team or when you're dealing with with yourself. Even you, you got to be real with everybody that, that that you're dealing with and you need to come back and self-reflect, too. Am I putting in enough work? Mm-hmm. Uh, who am I talking to? What else can I be doing? Uh, you, you, you can't be afraid to help yourself grow and help others around you grow as well. And you all are not perfect. Uh, yeah, uh, you're not perfect. So, oh. um, <laughs> but no, I meant uh, I meant it as if like you all have faults. Uh, you all are probably going to do something wrong in the relationship of a business. So you better self reflect every single day, like I do. I'm always like, what can I do better? Did I like not? put in this much effort did I should I be doing something else right now that will be beneficial um so instead of directing that energy towards somebody else first put it on yourself uh I promise you you did something wrong is somebody <laughs> we all did like and it could be the most minor things like oh I didn't send out a email that I told Emma I would that's automatically there keep up with what you're saying to her like your word is something that you need to keep when in a relationship with someone because if you forget to do something like that like long term it might be a little right now but long term it could hurt it adds you up it, it adds up and you can patterns are noticeable um, yeah so you know people aren't what they say uh they are what they do exactly so yeah. keep up with yourself and then 
you know, if somebody's getting hurt over everything and they're really not putting in the effort, maybe they shouldn't be a co-founder. And that's when you as well should be self-reflecting and being like, am I worth being a co-founder? Am I doing all the things that a co-founder should be doing or like a developer or whatever you are? And then say, realistically, it's not fair that I'm either getting this much equity or this much recognition when I'm not putting in the work. And you either put in the work or you step down because you're causing the company to have a setback. And so communication is key, Mm -hmm. but don't dwell on the little things. Uh, Fix yourself. Check yourself before you wreck yourself. Wreck your company. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Uh, And so that's what we did. And I think we're, I mean, we haven't had any issues, knock on wood. Oh. We got some right in front of us, so. <laughs> and so, yeah, we haven't had any, we're very good at communicating and saying, like, hey, like, this and this, like, kind of, like, we don't take it personally because it's something that mm. we're trying to make each other better, first of all. Yeah. Like, if we're not going to do it, somebody else, like, an investor is going to tell us, you no, guys are having this We can't let issue. that happen, yeah. No, you have to be, like, squeaky clean, tip-top shape in front of people that you want money and customers and everything from. We want it uh, all. And if you mm-hmm. can't do that and people see that you are broken and miscommunicated and the two co-founders came to communicate nobody's gonna trust you yeah so that's our advice that's a lot of you gotta be a dream team teamwork makes the dream work exactly what i'm saying guys and trust your person if you can't then you don't have the right person it's like a relationship yeah damn y'all yeah (laughs) (laughs) my voice is low too because we're getting personal with you guys um (laughs) but yeah that's i mean do you have anything else to say? Oh, um, I don't. I think I think, I think we gave you guys a lot of tips and personal just experiences. Yeah, hopefully that we you connected had. with us at least a little bit. Hopefully we sounded as genuine as as we could with we trying tried. to be a little professional, but we try. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I guess that's a wrap up for this episode. Next episode, we're hoping to have a guest. Yeah, we're probably gonna um, talk back about um, invite somebody over, maybe give you some guys insight on like New York Fashion Week and what that's like. Um, super fun. Oh. And it'll be from a pretty cool perspective. When do you get to hear that? Um, so you're right. When do you guys get to hear that on a podcast? Maybe you do. I don't know. I podcast, haven't heard it no. yet. <laughs> uh, maybe no. on E! News or something. Maybe on E! News. Um, but yeah, so look forward to that. And then later on, just hearing about how we're doing and our take on, you know, um, what, what the journey has been like so far. Um, well, I guess it's our time to sign out. So, yeah, uh, and give us emails and stuff. Like, follow us on feedback, Instagram guys. to hear about what you guys want to hear. What other questions you guys have? It's We don't have to wait till the podcast. We can email you guys back and talk to you guys. And tell yeah, us. feel free to DM our personals and, yeah, and let us know what's going on. Yeah, we'd love to. But yeah, other than that. All right, guys. Well, this is Amelia. This is Drada. And this has been Just Model Business. Bye. Bye.